Thank you, Jeff. Um, uh, now, it may have come as a surprise a little bit to hear Jeff get up and, and read to us from the Gospel of Luke, given that I just announced that we're going to start the Gospel of Luke next week. Uh, we're, we're going to come back to that passage when we get there and look at it in some detail. But today, we're just there's just one key verse in there that really is, in some ways, the key verse of the Gospel of Luke, uh, is, which is that the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a look at it in detail and, and, and justify Jeff's wonderful reading of it, uh, you know, probably next year sometime, I imagine. But uh, yeah, for now, I'm, I'm going to pray one more time. I, I realized I, I did leave off one very significant thing to pray for as well before when I prayed. And then, and then we're going to we're gonna be super brief in it today, which is different to what we usually are uh, for the sake of uh, our wonderful compassion reps coming up and talking to us about their ministry. Uh, so, so would you join me? Let's pray one more time. Jesus, thank you for the work of people like Compassion. And Lord, uh, really, Lord, what, what, what I love about them is that they, they work through churches. Um, they're all about the gospel and they're all about the gospel going out through the people of God. And so I thank you for them, Lord. Uh, I pray that you would uh, bless the ministry of compassion and grow the ministry of compassion and bring many more sponsors into that who are ready to engage, ready to give sacrificially for their, uh, for, for the, for the sake of these kids and for the sake of your kingdom, Lord. And we pray it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we also pray that as I speak today uh, and, and even as David speaks today as well, that you would speak to your people, uh, that it would not just engage the minds of your people we do pray that it would but we ask that you would strike the hearts of your people that we might become more like jesus in your name we pray amen so i want to talk to you i'm going to be so brief today so that uh, david can get up and talk to us but uh i'm going to talk to you today about something uh, that sits at the core of this church uh and and not just of this church but of the church as a whole and, and, and sits even at the core of the heart, I would say, of God. And that is God's heart for the lost. And with a view to, to achieving that in a really limited time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, bring you just three really concise points out of Scripture. Uh, and, and they are all things that, that really need to result in change in our hearts and in our lives. Uh, the, the Bible demands it. The Spirit of God speaking through the Word of God demands change in the lives of God's people through these realities. And the first is that Jesus is on a mission. Uh, we, we follow a Lord who lives on the mission. Uh, his mission is to save. We just heard, and, and that's our, our key verse, right? Luke 19, verse 10. Jesus said these words, The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Now, if you're a Christian, uh, let me ask you, does that excite you as a reality? Not just make you think, but does that thrill you that the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost? Let me give you a good reason why it should. The fact that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost is the only reason why you are saved. You are the lost, or you were the lost. Isn't that wonderful? According to God's justice, he could have justly punished you. 
He could have just done that to us all and been done with it, right? He could have been finished with us. But instead, he came into the world as a man and died to take all of the, the punishment on himself so that you might be saved. So that you could be found and brought to God so that you could have peace with God so that you could be called very child of God, a son or a daughter. That's your identity, thanks to the fact that the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That's my identity, thanks to that. God loves you, so rejoice and be excited, right? It's worth being thrilled about. Second thing, Jesus is on mission through us. Jesus' mission didn't end when he went to the cross. Uh, Jesus' mission didn't end when he was resurrected. Jesus' mission didn't end when he ascended to the Father. In fact, Jesus' mission hasn't ended. Now, certainly the the key element has been accomplished when he died on the cross. The enemy has been defeated, but the mission of God goes on. The mission of Jesus continues on. Victory was won at the cross, and and it is uh, finally displayed to all in the the empty tomb of Jesus. But Jesus is still at work today. He's still uh, on mission today. Here, Minlison. In, in, in John chapter 20, verse 21, uh, Jesus said to his followers, and, and by extension to us, uh, as the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. These are big words. Jesus is on mission today through his people. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. The the very next words after Jesus said those words to his disciples were, receive the Holy Spirit. Us, you and I, have been sent by Jesus into this world to share the good news of what he has done. Jesus is seeking and saving the lost still, and he's doing it through his people. Do you believe it? There's reason to be thrilled there as well, right? Because that's also how you were saved. Through the work of his people in your lives, whether it be parents or friends or strangers, someone at some point spoke the gospel to you if you have believed. And do you know what this makes you and me? It makes us missionaries. Do you think of yourself in that context? You're a missionary. Missionary, it literally just means someone who's sent. It's, a, it's, it's from the, the Latin, if you want to know. There's a fun fact. Um, some people will, will try to draw the line between Christians who are uh, missionaries and, and the rest of Christians. Uh, uh, sometimes I respect their reasoning for it, but, but according to the Bible, we're all sent by God, every last one of us to spread the good news. We are equipped with the power of God to spread the glory of God through the speaking of the gospel. We, we, the lost saved, are sent to bring salvation to the lost. Do you believe it? When, When you walk out of your house in the morning... Do you believe you're sent by God into each day of your life? Into each context that you walk into to spread the gospel, 
How much of your week, how much of your resources would reflect that you believe that? How much of mine? How much of your money do you see as given for, the, for God's kingdom and for God's glory? And do you know why this is so important? Uh, that we are gospel, sorry, this is why it's so important that we are gospel-centered people. This is why we're called gospel church to a large extent. People who live and breathe the message that Jesus died for the sin of the world, that God is working to save the lost, that Jesus is the risen Lord of all. You know, that is the, that is the news, that's news that is relevant to every part of life and to every person's life. And, and my, so, so first we've seen Jesus is on mission. Second, we've seen Jesus is on mission still, and we've kind of edged around it pretty heavily, but uh, Jesus is on, is on mission here and now. Let me be specific. Jesus is on mission in, in Gospel Church, Minlison. You know, isn't that an encouraging reality? We're not just some mob of people, random assortment of folks. We are in some ways, but uh, we are who Jesus has chosen to work through. And, 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 and like David prayed before, and I love him for it, not just us, the church of God, but, but, but we're just going to look here and say Jesus is on mission here, not just from the front, not just when we sing songs, not just when I preach the word or, or when we do the Bible reading. Jesus is on mission through his people in Minlison. As, as we gather as a church, let's focus there. As we live as the people of God there as well, we are a part of the mission strategy of God. He's intentional about it. He chose you to, to go and, and do things through you. Because his people are here empowered by the spirit, which he has given us to spread his word with our lives and to bring others to into the gathering of his people, finally into the great gathering of his people when he returns. This is, this is a place here, where people can come to hear the gospel. I want to just reinforce that. That's, that's one of the reasons why we exist, is so that any person could come and hear, Jesus loves you. Jesus came and lived in the righteousness that you lacked and died to carry the punishment that you deserved and rose to show that it is all defeated, your sin, your punishment. And if you believe in him, you're saved. Um, this is a place where we long to and we seek to see the truth of Jesus lived out in the lives of God's people, of men and women. Let me tell you, if, if you have friends who need to hear the gospel, the message of Christ, or who you have told that message to, then, then praise God, right? He intentionally placed you in the lives of those people for the, the purpose of sharing the truth, not just for bringing them here and letting them hear the truth, for, for them hearing it through your lips and seeing it in your life. But not only that, he, he placed this church here as well in their community so that, so that you could invite them along, right? So that you could have that avenue so that they could come and see what the body of Christ looks like. You know, in some ways, a bit of a shambles. In other ways, a group of people who have understood that they have been loved greatly by the creator of the universe. 
let me clarify what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you should go to church and, and, and let the church do the mission for you. I'm saying that, that we are the church. You are the church. And by definition, as the people of the God who does mission, the church, you, does mission. We are on Jesus' mission together as his disciples. And I want to give you just two encouragements this morning, very briefly. Uh, what you have, first, what you have is given for the mission of God. Everything. Uh, we're going to see that in the Gospel of Luke again and again. Jesus does not come and lay claim to one part of your life. He comes and he saves you, and now everything is for following him. He goes so far as to say, whoever does not hate, and he's not actually saying, you know, go and kick him in the mouth, but he's saying, whoever does not hate mother and father and brothers and sisters, that is, whoever does not love him more dearly than those things, enough to lose those things for the sake of following him, can't be his disciple. Whoever does not take up their cross, he says, before he goes to the cross, cannot be his disciple. Oh, we need the Spirit's help, don't we? <laughs> Everything in our lives is a gift of God for the working out of the mission of God. So, so let me make that a bit more specific. Uh, there's, there's a wonderful way to look at this, which is, as Christians... Give outside of your immediate sphere. Right? And, and we have a fantastic opportunity to do that today uh, with, with the compassion guys here. Um, I, I don't, I've said it enough times probably, but I'll say it again. I love the Ministry of Compassion. Um, they're an organisation, sure, but they're an organisation that is about children coming out of poverty, receiving the gospel and being saved through the church. That's, that's worth supporting. You know, I, I believe some of us here today are equipped and ready to support that. Uh, so, and, and like, not just compassion, let's not just leave it there. Be a compassion donor, but give to those in need and, and do so intentionally through organisations like Compassion who, who work for the, for the gospel spread. And number two, you're a missionary. So don't just do it abroad, do it here too. And not just with your money, but with your everything. Look for those that the Spirit of God is leading you toward. Shape your life even around finding them. And when he prods you and he says, that one, that one there, don't mean to put it you, Mark. They need the gospel and, and you're the one that I've sent to tell them. Be bold, the Spirit of God is with you. Jesus is on mission through his church in that moment. And speak the good news. Uh, I'm going to pray. And then uh, Matt here is going to come and sing us another, or uh, lead us in another song. And, uh, and then David's going to come up and tell us about compassion. So would you, would you pray with me one more time? Jesus, we thank you that you are God who is on mission. You could have sent judgment, but, but, but Father, you sent your Son into the world to seek and to save the lost. 
We praise you because by this reality we are saved. By this man, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God himself, we are rescued. And Lord, we, we praise you because through weak, insufficient people like, like us, you work your mission still. And you show your glory all the more powerfully for the, the lack of glory in any one of us. Lord, we pray that you would do it here, that you would be building your people here in Minlison and in Australia, in the world, for the glory of your name, Lord. We pray it in the name of, of Jesus, our King. Amen.